Hey everyone, welcome back to In It For The Long Haul. I'm Lexi. And I'm Zeke. And today we're sailing to Belgium. We are sailing to Belgium. What's the name of the town they're going? Bruges? Bruges. Bruges. Waffles and chocolate and boys. Oh my. Haha. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we had a great episode, I would say. Um, but, you know, still more of the same of what we've been dealing with, with these silly people. Well, I've really seen across the Bachelor verse a lot of hate on Rachel and how she is dealing with things emotionally. Have you seen that across the table from you, too? I, I've seen it in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that it is such a difficult thing what she's doing. And your love story is unfolding on national television. And you've got another beautiful woman that is sharing this journey with you. And it's not a competition, but there's some competitive elements in the sense that the guys have a choice in the matter too. And so it does suck when it seems like more guys want to be with Gabby than they want to be with Rachel. But there are plenty of men, really, really good dudes that want to be with Rachel. And she only focuses on what she's losing instead of what she has. It's a concept in political science known as prospect theory. Mm. Losses loom larger than gains. Tune in for the spinoff podcast where Lexi talks political theory. Life and times of a political scientist with Lexi Hall. (laughs) Um, not a lot really to talk about, I don't think, for the kind of intro segment. Um, they had this, what I thought was like a really weird shot, uh, of Eric, like in the shower, but then he was wearing like shorts. So like, why bother? Like if you're going to show him in the shower, like do it from the waist up. (laughs) So it actually looks like a legit shower, but why it's like, nobody wants to see him in the shower. Well, no, but the, like they showed him in the shower, but just wearing his shorts. I just think That's we weird. don't need any shower shots unless it's on right. a date. <laughs> right. But it was just weird. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, this season is full of really weird production decisions and yeah, commercials. Yeah. I think they were back at it with, I think Jesse had another, we've got another, um, another casting, another casting promo segment uh, to coming up. So Any of the women they get for this next season of The Bachelor from these crazy casting calls are going to be absolutely insane. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> well, jumping into it, the Rachel's men are once again talking about how they really, really need to make sure that nothing goes wrong. They need to show up for Rachel. Uh, and someone says, I know that every man here is going to do that. Um, which, of course, then they immediately cut to Logan looking guilty about what he's about to do on this episode. I feel like it's so obvious in his face. He definitely shows emotion yeah. in his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get the group date card. So whoever was not mentioned on this card will be getting the one-on-one date. And so that's uh, on this group date card uh, were Tino, Zach, Meatball, Ethan, Tyler, and Logan. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Um, and so that leaves Avon. Yeah. So that that leaves Avon uh, to go on the one-on-one, and uh, yeah. So I think this would be Avon's first one-on-one. He hasn't had one yet. No. Nope. Um, it just seems like maybe 
I was thinking he did, but that was just the football time when they were like making out in the end zone, mm-hmm. rolling around. Everything's blurring together. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You know, it goes fast, comes at you fast. But um, now it's time for Logan to to break the news to Rachel that he's going to jump ship. I'm glad that he didn't um, go on this one on one or on this group date and yeah. try to do it there. Yeah, that is at least a smart decision. But she um, is not ready for what's coming. He shows up at her door. She lets him in. Seems super excited. Maybe this is their chance to get in an extra chat since they didn't talk at all last week. And she promised that they would have some time to chat. And he drops a bombshell in a a pretty um, diplomatic way. Yeah, I thought he went about this really well. Um, Maybe not like in the timing, but I thought that the things that he said were the right things. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the gist of what I thought that he said, is that, hey, like, I wasn't sure between the two of you, I was hoping initially to get a rose from Gabby, but, you know, you got to take the roses as you get them, but I've been kind of thinking about Gabby the last couple weeks, and but haven't been sure what I should do, but, rec- like, but like, now I know what I should do, and so I'm gonna, like, take my chances leaving not pursuing you going for Gabby and what he did not say is that I've known what I wanted to do for two weeks and have accepted roses from you all the while knowing what I was going to do right which is what Rachel heard now (laughs) is there any truth to that we don't know he at least knew what he wanted before accepting her most recent rose which stings. that's true but he didn't have a chance to talk to her and he was going to do it before no but he, but he could have interrupted stay. the rose ceremony yeah he really should have we've seen that before and so it was it was good what he said but also not entirely true potentially there's no way to really know and to get in his head i do think that he probably didn't need to say that he was hoping gabby would give him a rose from the very beginning um, because to me that also signals that he had like a really standout preference all along. Um, cause when initially he was trying to choose between the two of them on that episode where they were handing out roses to claim their guys, it came across to viewers like he was equally torn right. and what he said to Rachel this week doesn't really paint the same picture. So I do think he's had this preference towards Gabby all along right um was there a feeling for Rachel of course um but I don't think it was ever strong enough to exclusively date her like he agreed to do two weeks ago you know so it's tricky I mean he also probably saw a lot of guys rejecting Rachel's roses and then was smart enough to realize that Gabby's roses were already pre-assigned so all those guys that rejected Rachel's rose were sending themselves home so who knows who knows it's all a crazy season it's all a crazy setup he was maybe just trying to stay alive maybe liked Rachel a little but I do think that there is just there's some um justification for Rachel being upset but she kind of just like spirals too far and is like everyone's leaving me and everybody else is gonna leave me too and it's like no you still have these great guys choosing you yeah so 
Rachel is spiraling, as you mentioned. We're, we're seeing, you know, she's just in her robe, still in her room on the ship. Um, and which, okay, hold up. There's telescopes in her room. I don't know where this original note was uh, because I just, I, I was seeing, but I was remembering when, when he goes to talk to her in her room there's telescope there's two telescopes set up side by side side by side surely they have the same view <laughs> right uh so i'm just i really want to know what's the deal with these telescopes um in rachel's room why does she have telescopes who's she looking at Hashtag what's she looking at min spyware like, is that a thing on cruise ships to have a telescope so you can see the coast as you cruise along i mean there's telescopes that are on the deck that are like public right but right. people don't have them in their room but i've also never been in a suite on that's a cruise true. ship maybe that's the thing is you get a telescope you're on the ocean not a lot of light pollution maybe you want to look at the stars maybe that's what it is um but anyway sorry for that sidetrack but she's walking around maybe looking through her telescopes in her room in her robe and uh the men her men on the group date are just kind of wandering around Rounding around town, walking around, wondering what's going to happen. What's the date going to be? Um, ABC shelled out a ton of cash to purchase a chocolate um, boxing arena filled with thousands of pounds of melted chocolate and hired a bunch of extras to go stand around it and cheer while two people were fighting in the chocolate to demonstrate what the group date was going to be. Mm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's a good catch. That, yeah, was, totally, that was their they group They totally date. would have wrestled in chocolate. And oh. it was all set up. ABC had spent the money. What a missed and opportunity. And we've got Rachel refusing to show up. Right. And it's you get this like contradiction of Rachel thinking that everyone's going to leave her and then her making that more likely by not spending more time with them and using all the time. You know, and going on these dates with them, she's just going to push them away. Yeah. It's a vicious, it's, it's a, a vicious cycle. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell that the guys are for the first time being more honest about how disappointed they feel with Rachel's emotional response. <laughs> yeah. So after we, you know, wonder uh, about whether there's going to be a group date or not, Logan then goes to talk to Gabby. So they're instead of, you know, one girl sending home a guy and him just going home because Logan has been kind of a main character all along. He gets the special treatment and he gets to go talk to Gabby and see kind of what the deal is with, with Gabby. Uh, she also has telescopes in her suite. So unless it's the same room, uh, I, I didn't look super carefully to see if it was just the same room that they were in twice. Maybe all, you know, elite level cruisers get two telescopes. Telescopes. I don't know. But, yeah, he kind of explains to Gabby that he was hoping he would get a rose from her when they split the group. And, um, yeah, she she kind of takes – I think she takes it pretty well. Um, she's definitely not as, like, emotional or volatile as Rachel. But she wants to chat with her gal, Rachel, to see kind of what Rachel's thinking and how they should move forward. Um, yeah, she doesn't commit to anything now. Right. But doesn't completely shut it down. And I think that's smart. Gabby knows right. how to handle these situations. Right. But that does tell you that she does want to keep him. Because she would just say, nah, not interested. And not even need to consult Rachel um, if she wasn't interested at all. And I think she clearly is 
as we see in this episode, very interested in Logan. That's true. That's true. But why didn't he, I guess, I don't know. I have a conspiracy theory about that later. Maybe now's the time. I think that, um, you know, tinfoil hat, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is almost certainly what happened, is that the producers knew that he was leaning Gabby and the girls both liked him. And so they, but they prodded Rachel to, they, or they kind of prodded Gabby to let him go for Rachel. Probably lied to her about him being more interested in Rachel. And then, uh, you know, to make it happen. Because they wanted this. The production wanted this to happen. They wanted a guy to switch as soon as they figured out that they were going to split them apart. They wanted a guy to try to switch. That, like... Yeah, you got to have I think that, that th- I think line. that they should have tried to do this three times in this season. Like, we need more <laughs> switching. They should have had some kind of mechanism for doing it. Uh, you know, if you can get with a guy on the other team who wants to switch with you, you could broker a trade <sighs> between the two teams with the two, with another guy. Jeez. Get some backdoor dealing. Like, that's fine. But at some point, I do feel bad for Rachel and Gabby. Oh, for sure. This is like... This is about them, and for the first time, the contestants are getting yeah. so much more leverage. But as leverage we established, this isn't about they, them. This isn't about the lead anymore. This is about having the most dramatic, fun television to watch. I know, but I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> we've know. never seen some season where contestants have so much leverage and power. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of the downsides of having two leads. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're not as fully captured and locked into the lead. So it definitely robs the lead of, of some of the power. But Rachel and Gabby chat and they talk about Logan. And you can tell that Rachel's upset. She doesn't trust Logan. She tells the camera that she thinks Gabby's interested, but she hopes that he sends him home. But she, right. you know, says all of these warnings to Gabby, but then ultimately leaves it open for her to choose Logan and just hopes that she won't. We'll be right back after this brief message. We heard the guy you dating turned out to be your cousin. Dump his. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back at it. Jesse's back at it with his, uh, with his casting ad for the bachelor ABC. And um it's another good one dating your cousin that didn't work out so you should sign up to be on this show instead i would hope that it didn't work i i want to see someone on this show who found out that they were dating their cousin (laughs) that'd be a great story you know what the producers will be able to find that for you i want that to be the lead that'd be a big part of their story i was in this serious relationship we're about to get married and then we took our DNA tests and learned Turns that out. we had a grandparent in, in common <laughs> or a great grandparent. You would know if you were first cousins. So after our commercial break, we've got the men finally hearing that the group date is for sure canceled. Rachel's not coming. You see their disappointment, um, but she's still going to join them for the after party. And when she gets there, she apologizes and explains what happened with Logan and how she was really embarrassed and didn't feel like she could um, enjoy her day with the guys when she was preoccupied with that. And I think that, you know, a lot of the guys are wanting to reassure her and confirm that they're, um, you know, really there for her. And we see Tino 
immediately taking a different approach. The correct approach. Um, and, you know, I think that, at least in my opinion, I, I think that, you know, these guys are coddling Rachel. They're just saying that, oh, no, like, we're just here for you. But Tino, Tino knows himself. Tino has emotions. He has feelings. He's <laughs> feeling strongly for Rachel. And she's just ditching him on the group date and not spending time with him because she's sad and not communicating ahead of time what's going on and why these things are happening. And so, um, you know, it's a bold move for Tino because you don't want to kind of rebuke the lead. Mm -hmm. But I think that she receives this well because they have some, um, they have some relationship trust since he's her front runner. <laughs> uh, clearly. Yeah. And, and he uh, reiterates yeah. that he's like, I'm only saying this because I know that we're so deeply connected and our relationships at this level where we can have these conversations. Right. And she claims that she's not worried at all about him rejecting her, even though she is making comments, you know, ahead of this like group date time that, you know, worrying that is everyone going to walk out on me? But, you know, She's just saying that to be dram- dramatic. She's a she, drama llama. She's one of those people that has to be presently reassured. You know, like if she is not. I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> if she's not actively with people that are telling her that they are committed to her, she gets in her head so yeah. easily. Yeah. She's an insecurity supernova. <gasps> Wow, throwback. What was that even in reference to? Someone, one of the guys, Jamie maybe? I don't remember. (laughs) Casey said it though, right? I think so. Yeah. Classic Casey, shout out. Um, But yeah, uh, Zach goes next. He says that she's handling it like an absolute champion, lol. (laughs) Uh, And they scream off the deck of the, the cruise ship to relieve the stress. So weird. I just time, want just to hear more conversations about yeah. the actual contestants instead of always about the drama right. and, and comforting Rachel. So I just don't know what's going on in her world. Besides, yeah, Tino is standing out and Zach flew airplanes or watched airplanes fly. Yeah. These are the things I know. Yeah. Um, there's not, I mean, it's really the rest of it is just kind of the guys having the same conversation of just, Hey, you know, we were here for you. You know, we believe in you. It's going to be okay. Uh, and ultimately Tino gets the group date rose. Um, I noticed, uh, here that they have not been doing, you know, the multiple, you know, Zach, I really appreciated this that you did tonight. Meatball. I really th- thank you for your kind words and Tino, da da da. Tino, would you accept this rose? They're probably still like doing it, but we're just not seeing it because of time. But we just got we've gotten so used to that, and it's fun. Who started that? Was it Tasha? I think Tasha started it. Yeah, I know. I missed that, mm. and it also helps make up for lost time in the sense that they can kind of summarize some of their the highlights of how their relationship has progressed right, with each right. guy. We just don't know anything about how things are going with yeah. her men. So, not surprised Tino got the group date rose. Um, we then go on to see Gabby's group date, but we never hear a date card read. No date card. We just learn through the TV interviews that Johnny's the only one not on this group date. So he has her one-on-one. Correct. Um, Jason, Jason is just a regular guy. 
chilling like a villain. He is just a regular dude. He thinks it's weird that he's going on this date with a bunch of other guys with the girl he likes, you know? Same. It is. It is. He's just saying saying it how saying it how it is, and he's just not about it. He doesn't love it. But I think the rest the rest of the guys are doing their best to play, you know, grin and bear it and uh, get through the group date, even though it's things apparently are getting serious enough that, you know, it's really weird to have all these other guys around. But um, as if we would know, because we don't ever see anything. Right. And, you know, they they had some fun times on this date. It looked like we saw a couple of, of highlights. They made some waffles. Gabby got underneath the whipped cream machine and filled her mouth with whipped cream. Fun moment there. She's just so goofy. She's always hamming it up all the time on yeah, these group dates. It's just like fun, entertaining, and Rachel's just like needy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they play some football with some football, uh, soccer for the Americans, uh, with some kids that they find. Uh, and then they find some brawny men to play rock paper scissors with but it's rock paper scissors with a twist ending the loser gets slapped by a fish i want to play this with you it's like the ninevites have you seen the jonah the veggie tales jonah no and the veggie tales jonah the way that they uh the 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 bad thing that the ninevites do is they slap each other with fishes oh my goodness and so you know somebody you gotta, at abc's gotta, been watching veggie tales apparently uh or just belgium the, the belgians have been watching veggie tales and getting some ideas you know you got to come up with a a bad thing that people do you know a way for people to to be bad and and worthy of you know god destroying the city and needing to send jonah because you can't tell kids about what they're probably up to tune in for an episode of life and times of a biblical scholar with sea call oh i am not a biblical scholar uh i just know veggie tales i'm a veggie tales enthusiast i'm a veggie tales scholar uh that's my next that's the next spinoff podcast <laughs> in our in our franchise zeke talks about veggie tales uh but no um you know they're getting slapped by these fish which seem kind of like frozen it's kind of that would hurt i know it's it's not like it's a satisfying floppy fish they just kind of have this stiff fish that they're just hitting them with and it's just like a thud i can tell that they're gently slapping yeah they're not going full out you can't be doing that no gotta it's the money makers they're on tv can't be hurting their faces too much no the vibes for the nighttime portion are completely different though the guys are feeling good they're like talking about how great their group is how they're all Mm. awesome dudes Mm. while logan is actively walking up the stairs to join their group great timing and sequence on this yes he shows up the bachelor cast works hard bachelor production works harder they do so good it's one of the best it's one of the things they're best at is superimposing the the soon-to-be squashed feelings and vibes with the impending drama. It's true. But Logan's feeling good. He's strutting in. He's got, you know, he's got some vibes to ruin. And he's going to do it. And so he, you know, explains to the guys why he's there and um, that it's, you know, going to be great. He's going to have a, a second chance, try things with Gabby. Gabby wants him there. And the guys start really worrying and questioning their connections because 
yeah, if Logan is there and didn't just automatically go home when he decided not to pursue Rachel anymore, that means Gabby is interested in him. And that is a really bold type of affirmation that none of them have had the opportunity to receive because they haven't tried to jump ship. Um, And so I would be a little bit worried too. It seems like if anything, he almost has a leg up despite missing so many weeks with Gabby. It's just like that, that confirmation that she wants him to be there is makes him stand out. He is a a new threat for all of them. Yeah. Um, Gabby comes in to, you know, do some additional to to give her guys some additional explanation, but they're not happy uh, about this. Um, You know, they're not like outright angry or fuming about it, but you get some of the retrospectives that the, you can, they're kind of, you know, saying it in fewer words that they're really not happy about this and they're worried especially you know the likes of michael who has we've really seen nothing of his and gabby's connection and he was probably on the chopping block this week already and this just further accelerates that for him yeah um you know but i think the first time for the evening portion is with nate it seems like he's always gabbing grabbing her first and uh they just always just like cuddle and make out um they have great chemistry I think that he's her front runner at this point. Seems pretty clear, and um, yeah, she uh, she has a gift for him. Did I not? Did I not even uh, write this down? No, crazy. She had a gift for him. She yeah. like brings out a gift, which if you're gonna gift from the lead, uh, I haven't seen that happen much. I know, but she had a gift for his daughter, and it was some Belgian chocolate. So that's sweet. And I think it is also really big because it um, subtly uh, gives affirmation to him that she (laughs) is okay. Yeah, not so subtle. With, you know, the fact that he has a kid. That's true. So. That's true. Although we see hinted, maybe stay tuned. Yeah, some Nate drama we're hearing. It's more like it's some Gabby drama. Is what it looks like from the previews. Oh, from the previews. I was talking about the tea in Bachelor Nation about him. Don't, don't tell me. Oh, yeah, you told me. I, we don't need to talk about this. Okay. This is extraneous. Okay, don't look <laughs> it up. Nobody look it up. Um, she also has a good conversation with Eric. He's pretty um, nervous about Logan joining. Doesn't really like that. But it seems like they're able to kind of wrap up the conversation with reassurance. And he's also one of her stronger guys. And so I I think she wants him to feel like that there's still possibility there. Yeah. Um, Logan gets a chance to chat then, which, you know, I guess good on him for getting that time. Kind of stuff for the other guys who... Uh, you know, probably figured that he had already talked to Gabby earlier in the day uh, to kind of sort through this. But they chat, you know, he, they have great kisses. She's, um, I, you know, she's got to be really into him. She doesn't seem really worried at all about the kind of implications of this change, of him, of him changing sides. So it seems like maybe she wanted him all along. Yeah, I am just like really surprised how, um, they're able to like make up for lost time really quickly and i wouldn't be surprised if he gets a one-on-one next week oh that would be wild um 
you know, there's there is some talk of a similar type thing happening with him getting a group date rose. Some of the guys are worried, uh, expressing some they're going to be really uh, upset if that happens. But I think Gabby successfully navigates the, these these dangerous waters with her original men uh, by giving the group date rose to her front runner. Which I think the guys should be more worried about the fact that she gave the group date rose to Nate instead of Logan. Yeah, probably. <laughs> because honestly, he's got a one on one. Yeah, he's the bigger threat. It just looks better for him to get it than for Logan to get it. For sure. Um, Yeah, both of the group date roses this week went to what I think are clear frontrunners to Tino and and Nate. So interesting, interesting there. You don't always see the frontrunners getting the group date roses. Right. But they're being a little bit less uh, coy about who who their rankings are. Um, But yeah, so uh, then we get Rachel and Evan's one-on-one date. Um, She... You know, with all that's going on, she needs to really make sure that he's there for her, that it's not a one-sided relationship, that he's really committed to to showing up for her. So, I really liked yeah. this date. I think yeah, that sweet. Avon seemed confident, and he really enjoyed himself and made her feel comfortable. He's funny, mm-hmm. and his smile is just exquisite. So I really like him. And if Tino turns out to have some sort of like skeleton in his closet or something, then Avon, a really, really good pick for her, in my opinion. Yeah, hopefully he makes it far. Uh, And he's there to swoop in if there's any other drama with other frontrunners. But they have a romantic horse-drawn carriage ride. They go into a Belgian chocolate shop. Uh, they run into some ladies on the street who are making wedding veils, it seemed. Uh, it was weird because, like, when they first Set showed up. them, it looked like they were, had, like, a bunch of little wooden pegs, which I guess maybe are involved in making the lace veils, but I, I didn't, like, understand what they were saying until they, like, put a veil on Rachel, uh, and they, like, kiss underneath the veil, you know, hinting at what could be in the future. Classic, classic bachelor moves. and yeah that's kind of the date the daytime yeah their nighttime portion also goes smoothly avon's kind of open about his home life growing up um and you know how he has his parents divorced he missed out on living with his mom for a big portion of his childhood but then they were able to reconnect and he gave uh she gave him a good luck charm that he Ooh. gives to Rachel since she's been mm. going through so much lately, which like whew, that is a big thing. We saw it a, um, a similar thing on another season recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, given given special gifts. Yeah, was it Michelle? I, remember. I can't remember, but a similar like good luck charm or special memento that the contestant wanted the lead to hold on to, and not only is that like, um, you know counts as like a sweet gesture like oh you like thought of me and gave me something but it is a really important thing because it connects to his story and um you know what he is being vulnerable enough to share with her and so it's a real slam dunk for Avon (laughs) in the sense of locking down a rose for this date um but yeah I mean I just feel like these types of things either go really well in the long run or they create a lot of like awkwardness if you know Rachel doesn't choose him in the end and she's been holding on to like this really special token from his mom 
Yeah. It's a, it's a well, weird I'm sure place. she'd give it back. Well, for sure. It's just like a strange, um, I'm sure a strange exchange if yeah. that happens. But yeah, we they, they aren't going to show us that part. It's just all in her head. But um it went really well and it worked he got the the rose and maybe even more significantly the big old fireworks show after i know you spend that much on fireworks yeah you're signaling to us that he's also a top front runner top dog mm-hmm. uh johnny one-on-one date um i thought that at the beginning of this date that he might be on the chopping block um i wouldn't be mad i'm not right. about him he's no, got this he... weird vibe to him right and they they are being real goofy together. He's really matching her her energy and her vibes uh, of just being a weirdo. Uh, and, you know, I think it's working. I think she's into it. And uh, I think, you know, we hear more on the dinner portion that it's not really normal for him to, to come out of his shell so quickly and to be this goofy with someone. But um, they have, a, I think, was a pretty cool date. They do, like, a little tasting at a, at a, bre- a beer farm is how they described it. I guess it's just, like, a rural brewery. Um, rural brewery. A rural brewery. Um, <laughs> and they have some beer spa time, which I have questions about because beer is made with yeast. And so it seems like you would not want to submerge yourself um in a tub of ye of beer because there's things called yeast infections and you don't want to be getting yeast all up in your business. You just got to check your pH balance. I guess they don't actually, we don't actually see them get into it, which is probably good. They probably realized this as well. Um, but they're, they're having a goofy time. They've got some plants, some probably some hops or something that they're hitting each other with. Yes. It, it was strange. There's like some... It's an old Belgian massage. massage. Some massage stuff. Maybe with some mud or something. I don't really remember all the details. But, you know, they just had one of those like kind of goofy mess around in a spa type dates. Uh, and it was it was fun. They're, they seem like they have fun together. Yeah, I liked their interactions. I mean, I think that he just seems a little bit rigid um in like a too cool for school way which is kind of exactly how she described him and Mm. she was like yeah he seems too cool for school so I'm asking him on this one-on-one to see to me I feel like he still came off as a little bit too cool for school but I did see some good connection between the two of them yeah uh they have dinner in a church get another church dinner they yeah they got to make it even. They rented out the whole cathedral oh, for true. Rachel and Dino, and so they got to do the same. Yeah, but you know Johnny talks about kind of just what, what I alluded to that he's not usually super confident in a first date situation. He's a little bit more reserved. Um, but you know he worked hard to to really come out of his shell, and it's also hard because he's had some mental health challenges. And Gabby related to that. Um, you know she she kind of knew what that's like, and. Yeah, they just have a, a good typical. Really, we only see one topic. Um, as we've, I think, really, we've only been seeing one topic. Maybe that's normal. Maybe they only really ever talk that we only ever see like one of like the big topic that they talk about. But uh, and it goes well for them. It, it kind of beat my expectations for the date, and he gets the rose. So, but no fireworks. Yeah, no I've noticed. Um, 
there is kind of a, a theme with some of the big things Gabby's guys are sharing mm. that revolves around mental health. And with Rachel's guys, the, the theme is, you know, some sort of like family mm. split or like dynamic that's not quite, um, you know, all the way aligned. Um, and so it's interesting. It just seems like kind of similar variations on the same topics mm-hmm. among both groups. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know why that is, but just something I noticed. Yeah. Well, now that that date is over, all the dates are done for the week and it's time for a cocktail party. So the guys are talking about how this is going to be a weird one with with the switchover that happened this week and them just trying to kind of get their footing uh, going into the latest rose ceremony. Uh, Michael, we kind of alluded to how Michael was having a bad time now that Logan was around, uh, and he's annoyed. He says he hasn't gotten that real time with Gabby, uh, and I think that, you know, you've got to recognize if you haven't gotten, like, that real time yet with the lead that you're pursuing and there's these other guys around who have, you, it's probably too late for you. you got to... You got to um, probably just admit defeat at that point. Nobody wants to, though. I know. Everyone likes to hold out hope. <laughs> right. You got to maximize that screen time. Get those extra followers. But he's probably not going nowhere. This whole cocktail party is all about how the guys are, are worried about their own fate, given that Logan is on Gabby's team. And we end up not seeing anything from Rachel's guys or any interactions with Rachel for that matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a hundred percent conversations with Gabby and, uh, which was kind of strange, but I know like it was pretty noticeable. Like right away, you're like, wait, those were just all Gabby conversations. We didn't see any with Rachel, which is just very strange. <laughs> Making um, up for the fact that Rachel's dominated most of the last few that's episodes. True. That's true with her drama. Like give Gabby some, some good time uh, with her turn for her, her group's drama. But, uh, again, Nate and Gabby just start kissing right away. Oh, this is where she gave him the gift. She didn't give him the gift on the group date at uh, nighttime. But, yeah, she gives him that, that gift. Uh, I just don't see how anyone is going to surpass Nate in this situation. Uh, unless she, just, she freaks out true, about she freaks him out having a, mom. a kid, you yeah. know, like, and that happen. doesn't set in until, like, the final hour. Yeah, and that's probably what will happen, uh, and it's a good chance. But right now, it just seems like he's miles ahead of all the other guys. Yeah. Just with their chemistry, they're just always cuddling and kissing, and she has gifts for him. So, um, you know, all throughout these conversations, cut through is Logan just setting up how crazy it's going to be when she does give him a rose, because we know it's happening. They're not going to keep him around than to just not give him a rose at the end. But he's just really setting it up how, like, oh, it's going to be crazy. Like, she's going to send guys home that have been here for three weeks longer than me. And it's just going to be wild. To me, he was phrasing it like um, he was doubting that he was going to get a rose because, like, surely she wouldn't send home guys that have been here longer. But, like, in his head, he is, he knows he's going to get a rose. And so he's trying to, like, act humble when all along like we can see through his words and he's what he's really saying is like it's gonna be crazy when all these guys go home and i say you know but he gets some time with gabby he has some fish to 
recreate part of the group date that he didn't get to go on, which I think is a good idea. You got to catch up a little bit, uh, start making up ground that you've, that you've lost. But uh, she, you know, they make sure that he wins. She slaps him a little bit. Uh, but then they just kiss, uh, which I think, you know, he probably tasted a little fishy after the slap. But Yeah, no kidding. But I think that she really loves kissing Logan. They have great chemistry, maybe almost as much as Nate. So, Oh, I just hope not. I like Nate so much more. Yeah. Yeah. No, he seems better. Um, hopefully we see some, like, really good like the good parts of Logan, we've just kind of seen Logan being the the unsure guy of which side, the kind of the the, f- the free agent. So hopefully we do get to see, unless see they just turn him into full villain, which probably will happen because he's a snake, as we've already discussed before, I think, or have commented on. But maybe he's a nice guy. He looks nice. He looks like a nice guy, you know. But yeah, most of them do, and so we'll just have to see what they show us. For sure. For sure. Rose. Rose ceremony. Uh, Tino and Avon have roses from Rachel, and Nate and Johnny have roses from Gabby. Yeah, going into this, I think it was pretty obvious who was going to be sent home. We're yeah. not yet at that point in the season where it's a nail biter and we're choosing between really good guys to send home. Right. They still have some uh, randos. Randos, sort of, yeah. Uh, so the Rose order, Gabby goes to Jason. I think that there's speculation that the guys thought that, uh, thought that who Eric, I think was going to be first. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, Jason gets the first Rose. So I don't know if these are in order anymore. I think it's super interesting this season, how we can hear from the contestants, what their predictions are. I think that's great. I think that shows a lot because like Rachel gives her next rose to Zach, but we see Tino and Avon down like downstairs or wherever they are waiting to see who it's going to be. And they like, don't think it's going to be Zach. They think he's going to be later. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm interested in, in like hearing. It seemed like some of the guys were just not like super enthusiastic about Zach. And it seems like what both groups of guys are insinuating is that the rose order is the preference order. Which it kind of has been. And yeah, but it's like, it's never explicitly said that that's the case. Um, But it's clear that they are operating under that assumption. And so, yeah, it is interesting to see who they think Mm-hmm. each of the ladies has stronger connections with and it's like oh that's interesting because to me it's obvious that zach is one of rachel's top guys and it's right. weird that from the inside they don't see that well maybe they're projecting some of how much they like him yes like and and on. they don't want him to be one of her top guys because they're maybe threatened by him because oh, they, yeah. they do have a strong connection. Um, it's just, I love this commentary, but it's, ha- it's really surprised me what their thoughts have been. That's true. Uh, Gabby's next rose goes to Spencer and then Rachel to Tyler, Gabby to Eric, Rachel to Ethan, and then Gabby to Logan. No mm. surprises there. And that wraps it up. So that leaves uh, Meatball, Roseless from Rachel, and then Mario and Michael, Roseless from Gabby. I'm so, 
I'm just so surprised. Mario got the first impression rose. That's true. Down goes the first impression rose. Never even had a one-on-one. That's tough. It's pretty wild. That's tough for Mario. I haven't seen that. You know, I really haven't. Yeah, normally the women are better, but it doesn't, like, surprise me a ton. I think that Gabby's, like, that Gabby wouldn't be as good at predicting who she was going to end up liking with her first impression rose. You know, because bachelorettes are usually you know, better at knowing right away who they're going to like uh, and who's going to be in their, like, top two or three. Um, but, yeah, maybe Gabby just isn't as good at knowing because she's just goofy and having a good time. Well, so. but also, supposedly, they didn't talk to, like, most people that night. Oh, that's true. And so of the guys she talked to, Mario may have stood out. Yeah, but I don't even know if she got a chance to talk to Nate the first night. We'd have to go back and look. Yeah. But. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, I also am sad to see Meatball go. It's clear know, that end of an era. now that Logan has switched teams, surely there'll be no more drama for Rachel so she can send home her mole. Mm, that's true. Yeah, she doesn't need him anymore. Uh, Logan is feeling confident. Good, great, great quote from Logan. She gave me a rose, stamped it, made it official. He is in with Gabby. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Johnny remarks that the weak links are gone. Tough for the guys that just got sent home. Yeah. like Good luck being friends with them after this. That was I'm sure honestly they will be. really crappy. Hashtag rude. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I mean, is he trying to say, like, oh, things are going to get really competitive from here because it's clear that, like, the remaining men have a strong connection with Gabby? I don't – he could have said that instead of, like, insinuating that – not just like the weak connections are gone, but the weak links, like those men are weak men. Like yeah, yeah. too far. I, I am trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just saying like, Oh man, things are so real now, but could have chosen better words. So right. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It does seem like I would still kind of consider Ethan to be at the bottom of the remaining guys. Unfortunately, he seems like a really nice guy, Yeah, but it just seems like he's, at the bottom of the pile and then it's and spencer as well i don't know i i think spencer is a much stronger contestant he's stronger than ethan but he is the one who's had the least amount of time with gabby that's true that's true so but then and then it's like johnny after that you know oh gosh Maybe. i prefer spencer to johnny but yeah well, right Johnny's but had then a it's like because then you've got logan and eric and Jason, who I think is pretty high up, and Nate. So I think to me, like Gabby's ranking would be like Nate and then Eric probably, and then probably Jason and then Logan, and then like Johnny, then Spencer is probably how I'd rank Gabby's guys. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Rachel's guys would be Tino and then probably Zach next. Yeah. And then Avon. And then Tyler and Ethan. Mm-hmm. But Ethan just is like, unfortunately, again, seems like a really nice guy. It just does not seem like she's got the fireworks with him. No. I think he's going home he's next He's for sure going next, home. He's, next episode for sure. He's not going to get a one-on-one. I think no. she's going to give it to Tyler, and I'm really excited to see yeah, more like from him. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Tyler, you know, jump ahead. And then I, I'm thinking Logan will get the one-on-one from Gabby uh logan yeah probably that would be great i want to see them i want to see more of them you know see what all the fuss is about yeah any other final thoughts 
I don't think so. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to, I think they're going to Amsterdam, so we're going to see some tulips. Going to see if they make some windmill references. There was a windmill uh, in the preview, so It's we'll not see. that time yet. I know, that's true. <laughs> so maybe they'll stay in Amsterdam for another week for their overnights, oh. but, uh, so that they can have another windmill overnight. We're going to see the hometown lineup by the end of next week's episode, which oh. is pretty crazy. Is it going to be four each? Because they both have it's, six. It seems like it. If they're if they were saying this week that yeah. hometowns is in two weeks, then yeah. yeah, and they usually like cut two when they're right. down to six yeah. when it's just one lead. So seems like they're just gonna keep the same numbers. Yeah. So we'll see if we can squeeze in eight hometowns into two hours. Yeah, I suspect they might do a double episode. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. They like stretch out Tuesday. some hometowns and they like speed through others. So that's true. We know that they can do them really fast if they want to. Yeah. And, you know, they've gotten good at not showing us hardly anything this season. So, <laughs> so it'll all be fine. Well, thanks for listening to In It for the Long Haul with Zeke and Lexi Hall. We will see you all back next week for an episode in Amsterdam. Yeah.